So Tori is attracted to a Video Walmart-faced Bruce Banner. Yeah. They gave him this, like, really tight purple button-up, and he's sort of like, <laughs> oh, man, he's, I mean, he, he spends most of the time with his arms crossed, being depressed, because he's Bruce Banner. And, like, normally Bruce Banner kind of sucks. Like, the Hulk is the best. Um, but, yeah, no, this, the, for whatever reason, this Bruce Banner is, like, fucking, he's, like, just a hot dad. Uh, welcome to another episode of Pod Jiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba Comedy Editor Dan Hamamura, and with me as always are Pajiba TV Editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And Pajiba Throwy Boy Dustin Rolls. I want to say, golly! <laughs> That's something that not many people will get, except no. for maybe Producer Seth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at Love Spackle on Twitter. Uh, it's, uh, it's his name. So, you know, don't, don't judge. Don't judge him. Um, Man's got to have interests. That's right. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's Labor Day, or Labor Day night, Labor Evening, as we're recording. Um, but uh, it's, th- that's just to say it's September, which means that our, uh, our Supernatural and uh, Friday Night Lights months of sabbatical are over we're back to talking about tv we actually that you know premiered recently as in like the last week uh, it's hard to and, readjust uh, yeah it's is, is it weird for you guys because it felt a little weird it, yeah it did, yeah i don't know i can't, i'm still just watching supernatural <laughs> all right so supernatural time through the end of the year I'm, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably rewatch all of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to you have to get yourself ready for October, which is when the final episodes arrive. Yeah, when we can actually talk about it as new new episodes. <laughs> right. Remember a year ago when uh, it would you would do supernatural updates and it was a joke to us. Yeah. And now <laughs> now it's going to be very important. To, like like we like we were we were doing it as a segment on par with like Dustin's Riverdale recap. Right. And, and I could do it in five words, and he would take like a hundred. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but now now it's now it's really going to not to say that that your your five word uh, five word uh, recaps weren't, weren't weren't meaningful, but now it's going to have even more meaning to us. Well, now you'll just have more questions. Well, well I, the unfortunate thing is it won't mean anything to our viewers any more than it did before. You know what, Dustin? <laughs> First of all, it's a podcast, so there are no viewers. Uh, that's yeah. true. Um, but, uh, Second of all, I like to think that maybe a listener was convinced to try Supernatural. If they weren't already fans, I, maybe all of our listeners already are fans. I, I have to be honest, uh, based on the uh, comments and feedback we've received, I think we might lose a couple of listeners now that the Supernatural <laughs> Month is over. Oh, that's too bad. No, no, no. I mean, I hope they stay. But not, not, nobody said they're leaving, but I'm just saying, like, there were people who were, like, really excited about that. So, well, but, you we'll know, we'll do sure other shows. In October, when we talk about it as it's airing, we just, right. every week, we have a different picture of Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Even if we only spend five words. <laughs> I am down with that. Um, that's fair. Uh, in the meantime, well, we'll get there in October, but right now, uh, 
Right now it's still September for, well, three more weeks or four. It's, it's still early September. It's Labor Day. <laughs> we just started it. September. Fr- yeah. I, well, it feels like it's a late Labor Day, so it feels That's like the true. month has been going for a long time, but it hasn't. Uh, but uh, uh, it's, it, it's been a long weekend. And uh, how are you all ending your long weekend in terms of the alcohol, what's everyone drinking? That's that's the question. <laughs> I'm drinking rosé because the summer hasn't ended. Um, I I have five bottles of that wine that I bought still sitting uh, in my garage, and I bought a new bottle uh, called Eve, and it's a Chardonnay from 2017 and from Washington State, which is not known for its Chardonnays, no. and I can tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a, it's a quality wine that you're really enjoying is what I'm hearing. Exactly. It's no better than the shit that's in my garage. That's already there. Did you finish the dancing juice? I did. That That's the one I finished. That was the then, tolerable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh... And the other ones will be gifts for people I don't like. <laughs> so, producer sad. Well, you know. You, no. <laughs> yes. In the olden times, there would be holiday parties that I would just drop it off at. You know, you know, you walk in, you drop off a bottle of wine. Nobody knows right. it's yours. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what we're going to do without those. You could just, um, in, in like the middle of the night, just start leaving them on your neighbor's doorsteps. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the mayor of Portland. Leave a <laughs> bottle of shitty wine. Um, what do you as do? for me, I, I'm, uh, I'm actually not drinking tonight. Oh. Because it's uh, it's it's too hot to oh drink. Oh my god! I heard weirdly, it. it's very warm. It's so in hot Los there, Angeles right? Right now, yeah. Um, Do you have AC? I have a. I have one of those like portable oh, units. Room uh, unit, yeah. Yeah, but it's very loud, so I can't run it while we're recording. So, and it's oh, 127 man. degrees, right? Well, it's cooler where I am because I'm not in the worst part of the valley. But, um, but yeah, it's it's warm. But, uh, so I'm just, I'm also, it's, it's been a weekend and there was some drinking over the weekend. So mm. I felt like, uh, one, one night off is okay. Are you uh, anywhere near the gender reveal fires? No, I don't know where that is, but okay. that's not near me. Um, the thing about California is there's always fires and you just, they're around. Yeah. It feels like. Yeah, pretty much. Um. When I was there, there was fires and we were just driving and you look up on the mountains and there's like. All these fires and the and, and the and like embers would just float above you and just like no big deal, people just going on as yeah. though the world was not burning around them. That was I took a trip with some friends and we were driving up. Um, we started in San Francisco and then drove like three hours north, kind of like along the Pacific Coast Highway to you know some little tiny camp site, and uh, the whole way I. I I'd never seen them before, but they have big signs for every town. Um, that's the literally like wildfire threat level. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, so if you're out camping, if you're out doing stuff, you know, and, and there is no like green zone on it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yellow to violent red. They have and, a, yeah, they have a it's, low. Yeah. It's always, it's always it's either like really, really likely that a fire could start Versus just moderately likely, but there is no like safe. It's like, how right. are there any trees left in California? You've had well, they, they come back. Yeah, I suppose. 
Whereas I was, but anyway. at, I was at a campsite in Vermont, and the guy we were worried about, like, okay, so you know, you're gonna build a bonfire for us, like, you know, the the owner of the campsite, and he, you know, what should we do to put it out when we're ready to go in? And he's like, you can just let it burn, and we're like, un- unsupervised, like, <laughs> are you sure? And he's like, everything is so damp, there is no chance of a fire breaking out. And to prove his point, he picked up a blowtorch. And just started walking, (laughs) literally walking along, burning the grass around the fire pit. And it would just sputter and go out. He's like, so if an ember blows, it's just landing in this grass and will not catch. We were like, oh, that's insane. It's technically a rainforest. (laughs) So, yeah. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird. I'm glad you're safe, though. Oh, yeah, thanks. Me too. Um, but just hot. Anyway, it's warm. I'm, yeah, it's hot. I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Have you gone uh, outside in it? I have uh, because I have still been, uh, I'm trying to, I've been trying to work off some of the weekend debauchery. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, like, but when I first woke up, I would go, like, you know, for a run, and it was still already way too hot. Oof. So. Uh, but it's good. It's good to good to get out in the sun and feel like <laughs> feel I things. probably shouldn't should have looked at the phone first and saw that it said unhealthy air quality oh, Jesus. Uh, for certain groups. And uh, I don't know if I'm in those groups, but uh, you know, may, maybe I should have done that before I went outside. The heads up would have been useful. Yeah. So do you do you see if when you're outside, are there more people wearing masks or less people wearing masks? Is it like? Or is it the same? Like, has it changed at all? Because I can see it kind of being like, oh, the mask helps us from the air quality, or I already can't breathe, I'm just not going to wear it. Like, are people being more or less assholey about I think it's the same, but I've, but this weekend specifically, I saw fewer people out, I think just because of the heat. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's probably so, great for the virus. Uh, hopefully. Although, you know, there are also a lot of people going to the beach, so who knows. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, just as long as they stayed away from other people, it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, you know what else is uh, probably fine, hopefully, uh, is uh, our Dustin's chickens. <gasps> because if they're not, I'm going to be real upset. So it's <laughs> time for Dustin's chicken update. <laughs> the chickens are doing very well. They're, they're getting very, very big. We are probably two weeks away from uh, the chickens laying their first eggs. <gasps> oh, that's exciting. Yes. What are you going to do with the eggs? Um, are you going to eat them? Are you going to paint them? Are you we're gonna gonna, like... No, we're going to eat them, and then other people also want to eat We have six chickens. I don't know how many they produce, but more than we can eat. So we will share them. You really think they're going to produce more than you can eat? I think so. I mean, it's six. I think maybe they produce maybe one every other day or something? I'm not sure. I'm not I'm not good with that. I mean, that's six. But you have a lot of people in your house. Yeah. I know, but my my daughter everybody eats eggs. Yeah, they don't eat eggs. But do they just aren't there don't you put egg in pasta? Do they eat egg pasta? Like well, egg we don't pasta? make our own pasta very often. Right, but it, but when you buy it don't they put egg? <laughs> what? No, what? No. You never cook with egg noodles? No, I mean, we've made egg noodles, but not with eggs. We just buy the egg noodles. Right. But I'm just saying, like, do 
they're in there. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. They don't like eggs though, and okay. they're it's still they're still in that that stage where they say they don't like something without having ever tried it, and then they double down and insist, "No, I've had that. It's terrible. I hate it." And then if you cajole them for half an hour, they might take a bite of it and they go, "Oh, well, that's pretty good." They've but never not had eggs. an egg. No, I'm sure they've had eggs, but they just <laughs> when you're a kid. Sorry, the way you eat is oh, not conducive to actually enjoying anything. So you put it in your mouth and you sort of like throw it to the back of your throat so that you don't taste anything because you assume you'll hate it. So they don't eat a lot of things. Hmm. Oh man, I don't, I didn't do that. I I do remember being really obnoxious about um, peas. Oh, me too. Yeah, like Why? I hated peas are delicious. I, well, now I know that, but it was that dumb thing. Like as a kid, and I'm, my parents would serve it, and I hated it. And I mean, granted, it was usually like frozen microwave peas, which yeah. now I also I love. But um, so as a kid, like to to draw it out, because um, my parents were very big on like you know you finish your meal, you finish your milk, maybe then you can have like a dessert or something. But like you know we're all at the table until dinner is done. So to, like, punish them for serving me peas, I would eat them individually. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and so dinner took Suck. for fucking ever. <laughs> God. Uh, that's, that's great. I, I used know, to, it's uh, It's terrible. I used, to, I used to make sure that I got them all out. So, like, for example, like, when my, my mom would make, like, fried rice uh, and there were peas in it, and I would systematically remove every one before I started eating. <laughs> and uh, I got yelled at once by my, my mother who, who yelled at me to, like, just eat the peas. And my dad said, like, but look at how, like, how, how well, like, how meticulously he's getting them all out. Yeah. He was like, he got every one. And I was like, yeah, see, he gets it. Yeah. And uh, I think my dad then got in trouble. Oh, no. But then, no, that's showing, like, real determination and right. focus. Like, that's yeah. very good. I ate everything else. I just didn't want the peas. Yeah, that's uh, All of my kids actually do eat vegetables, but they refuse to eat them cooked. They will only eat raw vegetables. So when I make vegetables, I make vegetables for my wife and I, and then I just keep them raw for them. Do you just, like, hand them a bell pepper? Basically, yes, (laughs) and that's the craziest... They will eat bell peppers like fucking apples. Good for them. Yeah. That's that's healthy, right? I guess so. Wow. I can't imagine. I also remember at home, my my mom would make meatloaf with giant chunks of onion, and they looked like worms. And I would sit there, and I would do the same. I would pick them out individually. I did too. (laughs) And my mother would go, no, that's not onion. It's cracker. And I'm like, mother, fuck you. I'm not that dumb. (laughs) I know what an onion looks like. It looks like a worm. I've never had problems with onions, but... uh... Well, I'm, I'm fine with them me. now, but... Yeah. No, I mean, even as, like, a kid, I was okay with oh. them. Oh. But even now, I will, like, cook them down so that you can't see them, and I will exactly. chop them to, like, so tiny that they just melt, because yeah. I don't want to see any onions. Yeah, like, if you dice them, fine. Yep. And, you know, like, that's all good. And my dad and I, like, literally last year had a meal with my mom like we we both told her we're like no the problem is you you get to my mom has very little patience when it comes to cooking so when it comes to like literally cutting onions she doesn't have the patience to chop them small Uh so that's what happens that you just end up with these giant chunks and she's like i like it chunky (laughs) 
dad and I are like, my dad tolerates it. And I'm like, why do you think I always pick them out of everything? And she's like, because they were too big. Oh, my God. See, Tori, what you should tell your mother is to watch Supernatural. So then she'll take her time. Because I am a very slow cooker because I'm watching Supernatural. And you get too enthralled in it That's and right. don't focus. Yeah. And but I'm, no, no, no. I'm, just in, I'm in no hurry. So I, just, I will chop them for an hour. Just like, oh, I'm still chopping the onions. Just staring at Dean's eyes. Kind of. They are dreaming. Speaking of shows that make you feel like you're chopping onions. Yes. Classic segue. Uh, very briefly, we wanted to discuss Ted Lasso since we haven't been able to yet. Um, it makes you cry? I mean, yeah. it's yeah. pretty emotional, you know? Really? Uh, Tori, imagine if, uh, if a show had all the emotion of Friday Night Lights but, like, packed down into a half-hour comedy that was mm-hmm. created by Bill Lawrence, who did Scrubs. <laughs> so it's also very silly. But then every once in a while, it's, like, trying to make you cry. Um, I think all the, kicky boys. It's all kicky boys. But, uh, but the other kind of kicky boys. But um, Scrubs tried to do this, and Scrubs was very good at this. But mm-hmm. I feel like Bill Lawrence has perfected it here. Because in Scrubs... Sometimes the the transition from comedy to pathos would just be like, like he would just belt you in the head with it. Here, it's more subtle. I, I think the extra ten minutes helps, but uh, goddamn, it's a good show. <laughs> uh, since we haven't officially discussed it on the show, just briefly, uh, Ted Lasso. It's on Apple TV. Uh, half hour show uh, co created by Bill Lawrence, Jason Sudeikis. Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly, who I think is a former SNL writer who was there when Sudeikis was there. Um, it's originally based on a character, uh, Ted Lasso, who, which was created by Sudeikis for a series of commercials yes, for weird. soccer on like NBC Sports. So it's one of those like like the origin of it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't sound like it should be a good show, um, but. It's really well done. The characters are great. I think that's a big part of it. Um, half hour, it's just like the main character. So Sudeikis' character uh, is a uh, an American football coach who gets hired to coach uh, an English Premier League soccer team, so football there. Um, and he's hired. Be- this They hire him because they want the owner wants the team to fail, so it's kind of like uh, uh, Major League, but... Um, soccer and everyone's a little bit nicer like it's not like there's no one who's like pure evil even the owner who's the antagonist has like a like a softer side and is nice in her own way um i love but, her and and it's the uh oh shoot i'm forgetting the actress's name right now but she was the uh, the shame nun from uh, game of thrones oh um wait what so with a shame bell Rebecca yeah. is? Yeah. She was the shame nun? Oh, my God. I yeah. didn't even realize that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you didn't recognize her from the eyes? No, I didn't Didn't put that together at also, all. Also, she's very tall, so you know. Also, she's carrying she is, a yes. bell. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, she's carrying a bell here, too. <laughs> like, um, uh, but uh oh, Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's just a really good show um, and has kind of like a decency to it that has felt... Like, I've, I've heard other people say this about the show, but like that kind of like that... that that uh, fundamental decency running through the show feels kind of nice in 2020. <laughs> it really so. does. And and I know you don't like it, and you'll never watch it, Tori, but you would love it. 
even actually, though you hate so, football. No, I don't. Well, because I like soccer. Um, oh, there was, you go. I was not good at it, but I like it. Uh, no, I've actually thought about watching it. There's a lot of stuff on Apple TV. Right now, it's Apple just... Apple TV's pretty good. Yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. Because, like, uh, Mythic Quest and, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff on Apple TV that I, I do actually want to watch. It's just down to how many subscriptions am I going to pay for right now. Right. 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 Have either of you watched the music show on Apple TV? The one that was like, uh, I watched two episodes. Oh. Is it any good? I with with like the it, girl musician. Yes, yeah. and I love uh, Sarah Bareilles, even though I can't say her name. Uh, and she like oh right because she co-created she, it. Or yeah, she does I think music she does the music and stuff, and and that's why I, I watched it. But it, it, it's good. It just feels very targeted toward. Younger people, yeah. Right, oh, okay. I would say. I think like the lead I, actress was in the in Black Christmas, the reboot. Oh, from last oh, year. oh well, yeah, yeah. She no, was like no, one no, of the other right. sorority sisters. But I, I think everything I've seen on Apple TV that I've watched, I've enjoyed to some degree. The morning show yeah. got really good, and um, Mythic Quest, and I like the uh, Chris Evans uh, defending Jacob, yep. quite a bit. Oh, right. Oh, the one I didn't like was October, the October, Octavia Spencer show. It was real bad. Oh. I didn't watch that one. Truth be told. Truth be told. Yeah, you didn't like that one. It's because it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is also just serving as a reminder to me, like a mental reminder, that uh, we're going to have to, it, we're, we're kind of due to re-rank all of the, uh, through the Desert Island streaming service. Yeah. Round two, the... Or as I like to think of it, the episode where Tori got so angry, which <laughs> was just one of my favorites. Um, I did get angry. <laughs> it was, it was, I was justified. <laughs> I don't remember what it was about. I just remember you getting very mad. Yeah, but oh, not, not. I do remember what it was about now. Oh, because, but it, I, I didn't get as angry as I did when you didn't name the Mandalorian. It wasn't. It wasn't as angry as I got during our year out. That's true. That was. That was the. Uh, I mean, look. It was. Uh, it was an unfortunate turn of events and uh, a betrayal. Uh, wait, some would call it a betrayal. Some would say <laughs> that it was a. Uh, look, look, mistakes were made. All right, we're not here to rehash the. Past. I mean, it all worked out in the end. We all That's know true. what the oh. top show was. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, wait! I want to mention this very briefly because I think Dan would appreciate this. Um, and I mentioned this uh, to Tori and, and some others, but there's a new podcast. Uh, I've never seen the soap opera Passions. Have you either of you ever seen it? Yes. You no. you, you know Passions? Oh, oh yeah, I crazy. used to watch it when I was a kid. Oh, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dan, you may not know this, but uh, Passions starred in their early careers Natalie Zaya, which is actually pronounced Natalie Z, and mm-hmm. her now husband Travis Schultz. Who was the oh, dude, yeah. dude Meister in Scrubs? Yeah. Anyway, they have a podcast uh, uh, co hosted by a, a reader of our site, Pajiba, uh named Ben Hayes, who's super nice. And it just started a few weeks ago, and it's actually, I don't know anything about passions. I don't care about passions, but it's a fantastic podcast, mostly because Natalie is hilarious and her husband, and they have this thick, very. Uh, I don't know. There's just there's a lot of chemistry, and they've been married for like I mean together for like twenty years, and they're just phenomenal. Yeah, 
Um, what is the what is what's the podcast oh, called? Passions for Life, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. All right. Um, and here's a we here's a just to hit to tick all of the boxes. So Travis Schultz, Schultz, mm-hmm. Schultz, how do you, Schultz, yes, Schultz, right. Oh yes. So I always thought of him as the military guy from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> Um, he showed up in an episode of 911 oh. last season as guess who he played? I'm gonna say a military guy? No. Connie Britton's new fiance. Oh, so now we've got shit. the Friday night lights right. box checked. Yes. Oh, he shit. he pops up everywhere, but I feel like he Yeah, he does. He does. But he only does, it's like reoccurring or like a single episode. It's kind of fascinating because he was on Passions forever. He was like one of the main characters. And it's mm. weird that I grew up watching that show and that is not, like I did not, I never connected the dots How until I was reading up about How in God's name did you podcast. watch that show? What? It was on NBC. I only got NBC. Oh, that's right. <laughs> was it a My daytime soap? Would, it was a daytime soap. My mom would... <laughs> on the VCR <laughs> record uh. Days of Our Lives and I think Passions when it started airing and then when we'd get home from school because she was a teacher too we'd sit down and we'd watch that Days of Our Passions was amazing because you said that your mom was a teacher too that just made me think of like a child Tory as a school teacher um, oh. <laughs> meaning that you were also a teacher and no, it's just, no. Our schedules aligned. <laughs> right. No, I, I, I get it. I'm but just, it is I my understanding it's... that Passions was uh, distinct from the other soap operas because it had a supernatural element. It that is true. There was a talking ventri- like doll, and oh there was God. well, so there was a, there was a more heightened supernatural element, but there was still something like Days of Our Lives had Marlena getting possessed. By a demon or something I, at one yeah, point. Sure, I feel I like she that. turned into a panther. I don't know. Basically, Passions was the... Everything that Soap did as a joke in the 70s, Passions did for real in the 90s. <laughs> oh my, like, yeah, there was like a phone call where like one of the characters called Princess Die right before she died and yeah. some sort of flashback. And that was yeah. like caused a big controversy at the time apparently yeah no so one of the the premise one of the main characters was supposed to be like princess Di's best friend yeah and it like it would come up a lot and she like also almost died in a car accident and it was supposed to be like really spooky because like her best friend princess Di died like yeah it was but passions also has like a curse of some sort right like two Um, people have died or something yeah a few people have died in ways that were very similar to the way they died on the show somehow um i'm not sure if it was that it was more um just like really bad timing like characters who would have been written off and they were about to come back and then before they could come back they died in real life oh oh, yeah okay things like that um yeah and so, like, I th- and I think Natalie Z was the second she, you know, like, because soap operas run forever, so, like, sometimes actors will leave and then their character, they recast the character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she wasn't the original actress playing that character. She was She talked one. about that on the podcast. And yeah. she said she, when she auditioned, she had no idea that she was be auditioning to replace someone else. Yeah. But Travis, who was already on the show, knew it. Yeah. 
and then they hooked up, and then I think they left together. I, yeah, I don't know. Ish. I, I, I don't haven't know. got that far yet because there's. I mean, they're just <laughs> they're talking about the podcast. I mean, uh, uh, the show. So that's probably going to be the end of the podcast. So for the month of January, we're doing a deep dive on patterns. <laughs> <laughs> Good God! <laughs> I mean, look if you if you know uh, if you can pick uh, three episodes to really uh, or fifteen episodes to really uh, you know. We Give could us have the essence of passions. Ben on the show, and he would, although he'd never seen Passions either, he's just on there as the uh, he's playing the guy, basically how we did with Supernatural, the guy who'd never seen it, who's watching it and commenting on it along oh. with it. Got it. But yeah, you can only find it on like YouTube, like uh, random yeah. places, right? Random episode, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like one of the main characters was a witch. <laughs> <laughs> like that was her entire character was a witch. But there was it really also sounds like, like a show that I would have enjoyed when I was, was you know, a child. It, it was amazing. It was a daily show that ran <laughs> for like a decade, right? Yeah, yeah. So and it was, not... at the time, it was like a really big deal in that it, like, I mean, it was not subtle, like, but it would, <laughs> it would push all these envelopes of like, you know, having, um, very early on, I think they had, uh, like gay couples and they would have, um, there was a, uh, they made sure, you know how like a lot of uh, soap operas center around multiple families. So this was like, there was a oh, white right. family, uh, like a Mexican Irish family and then a black family. Like they made, it was like, it was diverse and that came into it. And they did a lot of things that were like, seemed very progressive, but also it was, I, there was, and then, and then there was a witch. <laughs> like It was not. It was very song. MTV. Yes. But then, Dan, this is not a podcast, podcast, soap opera. Soap opera, podcast, podcast. Uh, Did I do uh, that right? Yes. Uh, right. A soap what? opera, podcast, podcast. Yes, that is right. All right. Good job. But soap Thank operas you. are television. <laughs> that is true. Um, uh, the point Thank is, you watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> it's right. amazing. Watch Ted Lasso. It will and like maybe listen to this podcast. Steal your heart. And uh, Sudeikis, uh, oh my God, he's just like, you just want to hug him like the entire time. You just want to hug this man. Uh, to be honest, I forgot that we were in the Ted Lasso segment. We were. <laughs> we we weren't were. anymore, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right, because now we're moving on to Raised by Wolves. Which, which Dan has never I think heard of. Dustin's watched. I've I, I uh, before the show I thought it was on Peacock, which is wrong. No, uh, it's an HBO Max show. It's exec produced by Ridley Scott. Um, I don't remember the writer's and showrunner's name, um, but he did. Uh, he wrote Prisoners, which is a fantastic movie with uh, Jake and uh, Hugh. You know who I'm talking about. Um. But this sci-fi show... Wait, wait. Was mm-hmm. that Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Um, um, you're on first-name basis with them? Is that yes. what's happening? Well, you know, we all are. <laughs> we invite them are into we? our homes. Jake and Hugh. I thought you were uh, talking about Hugh Dancy. <laughs> I thought, yeah, my brain went to Hugh Laurie. Really? Because we're a television podcast. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last, he hasn't done TV since uh, that Las Vegas show that got canceled very quickly. The re, yeah, Viva. Well, it was a, it was the oh, Americanized Viva. version of Viva right. Blackpool. 
Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Why, why did he do that? He was like he was like in a good part of his career when he did that. Because they would let him sing and dance. Yeah. That well, made the, no sense. The British sense. version starred David Tennant singing and dancing. It did? Viva Blackpool. Yeah, he what? played a singing... David Tennant can sing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Huh. Yeah, good enough <laughs> for Viva Blackpool. <laughs> he wasn't, he was not the main, he was not the lead, but he was like the... I One see. of the detectives, like, investigating. Oh, okay. Huh. Anyway, Raised by the Wolves, <laughs> Raised by Wolves is about, um, uh, basically, two, and uh, Earth is uninhabitable. Uh, two androids go to another uh, planet. They take 12 frozen embryos with them. 11 of them die. Uh, so they are left to raise a... Uh, a kid who is like 12 years old on this planet and then this uh, religious cult arrives and then the mother android uh, kills most of them and the it's it's not a very good show but the mother android <laughs> is played by Amanda Collins I believe her name is and she is fantastic and it's um it's hard to stop watching even though it's bad it's like Witcher in that respect Witcher Except was amazing Okay, yeah, it was amazing, <laughs> but it, was it good? Yes. Mm, was it? <laughs> it I still was, haven't seen it, so I don't know. Okay. It was good enough that I then went and bought Witcher 3 to play the video game, which is identical to the TV show. Well, I enjoyed Witcher very much. I would not call it good. And this I do not enjoy as much, and I think it is very bad. But <laughs> I cannot stop watching it. Because this, this, the mother android is like, she's sentient and she can kill people by screaming through her eyes and making other people explode. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Go ahead. Define screaming through her eyes. Like, are there <laughs> lungs and vocal cords attached to it? Does she breathe? Well, she's a robot, eyes? so uh, I don't really understand it. She just sort of is lifts. Is it a vibration? Is it a sound? Uh, like, is she emitting a... She emits a sound. It's very okay. high-pitched, okay. and it makes them explode. But the sound somehow comes out of her eyes. Because huh. she can also replace her eyes with people she's killed, unless she's blown up their... So she's a... It doesn't... So she's more of a cyborg if she's using human parts? She's... Uh, no, no. Well, I guess she sort of... She's a necromancer. Okay. Um, isn't that raising the dead? This sounds like you're just throwing in all sorts of random sci-fi fantasy. Exactly, words. and yeah. that is that is the show in a nutshell. They're just. I, I I said it was very kitchen sinky. They just throw everything. They're just they just make shit up as they go along. And I mean, now I kind of want to watch. Yeah, it's, it's, it's entertaining. <laughs> I won't. Deny it's it's entertaining, but it is not good. Yeah. Screaming All right. Screaming through her eyes that she took from other dead bodies. Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around. Does she all replace that. the eyes because the screaming damages them? I think that might be what she does. It, it's not really explained, except that uh, her eyes did it, and then she uh, took some eyes from some other people. A lot of stuff isn't very well explained. I mean, does she even need eyes? Like, if you're able to replace Seriously. them... Seriously. ...and you scream through the hole, through, somehow through yeah. that general structure, 
it kind of feels like the eyes are there cosmetically, but maybe she just doesn't need them. Yeah, I don't really get it either. Uh, 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 Travis uh, Fimmel is also in it. He's like the only recognizable actor you guys know who that is. Vikings? No, no. no. He he's the guy that looks like um, Charlie Hunnam from Vikings. Oh. Uh, I do not know who this is. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. A lot of people look like Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> like you know, I have not seen anything this guy's been in. Boyd Holbrook, or that's true. Scott Eastwood, <laughs> or <laughs> all right. Um, Charlie is a little more distinct than Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood is just like... <sighs> Who's the other one? Headland? No. Oh, Garrett Headland, who I yeah. like a lot, actually. I'm, I'm with Roxana on that one. He's actually really charismatic and great. Yeah. Unlike Scott Eastwood. Oh, no. Scott Eastwood is the... He's the lesser Hemsworth. If you were to yes. like, if all of these people were Hemsworth, he's the other one. Yes. Anyway, I would say uh, it's September. Uh, there's a pandemic going on. They haven't produced a lot of new television lately. Uh, Raised by the Wolves is worth it. If I you already it. have an HBO Max subscription. All right. Um. <laughs> Weirdly, I'm. I'm probably gonna watch it. <laughs> it's you know they release three episodes and then one a week and that's my favorite format. Ah, uh, that sounds like bullshit. I'm really glad no other shows we're gonna talk about do that. <laughs> that's some <laughs> crap. Uh, weird, weird that that that's the that that's a mark of a good show to you, Dustin, or at the mark Not of a, a mark show of a good show. But it's my favorite. That's what Ted Lasso did too, isn't it? Uh, it is what Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. so that's actually all three shows today. That's that's, right. that's today's theme is shows that release three episodes <laughs> and then once a week. Uh, <laughs> clearly, um, because our main topic, is, forty minutes in, is uh, well, like 30, <laughs> 35, is uh, the boys uh, season two, which just started on Amazon on Friday, I believe. Yes. Um, so, the first three episodes were released on Friday. Uh, it's also the one show this week that all three of us have watched. Yes. Um, and, uh, Tori, I kind of defer to your expertise because I feel like you know it better than I do, but um, I don't know. I, it was still fun. It was still just as fun as last year. It was. Um, it felt really nice coming back to that show because like, yeah. there's just... Uh, it, it's so excessive, but weirdly less excessive than the comics. Mm-hmm. Um. And it, it's diverted from the comics almost entirely. But I love that they kind of, they've, Eric Kripke, who you all know from Supernatural. <laughs> right. Uh, Supernatural? No, I don't know that show. I don't know that show. Timeless. Uh, he created Timeless. <laughs> he created Timeless. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, 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 the, and the Gus Fring show, right? Revolution? Yes. Yes, and oh, Revolution. I remember they made a Revolution joke in one, uh, the, yeah. one of the uh, Supernatural episodes we watched. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something about him leaving. Yeah. Uh so they, what I like about it is he's, he's done a really good job streamlining the show, like kind of updating, updating the premise from the comics, keeping the kind of attitude of sort of violence and excess, uh, but revamping a lot of the problematic elements. And mm-hmm. so at this point in season two, it's pretty much left behind most of the the story arcs from the comics like it's really hard as somebody who's read 
the source material to tell where the show is going. But it's not like in a way where I'm like, like most of the changes that, that they've made are for the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I love it. And one of the things that they did, this was something I was telling Dan um, before we started. I was trying to research because I don't remember. There are a lot of superheroes that show up in the comics because um, it's mostly the boys investigating these different super teams and like blackmailing them and all this stuff. So I knew that Stormfront was an important character, but I couldn't remember which character in the comics Stormfront was. And of course, in the show, she's just been introduced uh it's played by Aya Cash, and she's mm-hmm. the new um, oh, member of the, the Seven, like the central. Uh, and the the first three episodes kind of show she seems super chill and cool, and like you know this kind of superhero that you want to root for. And then in the last episode, she kills the female's brother, mm-hmm. uh, Kamiko's brother, and I and s- a lot of bystanders, and a lot of bystanders. And I she's... love that Aya is the villain or a yes. villain. Avalon. So in the comics, I was double. I was like, "Who was Stormfront?" So Stormfront was a dude. This is another oh. character that they gender uh, switched for the show for the best. Um, but she also in in the comics was uh, one of the most powerful superheroes and was a like actual Nazi, <laughs> like uh, literally. Yeah. So was completely evil, and then and she's I a cool also, girl Nazi. Well, so I, I'm curious if the show is going to go... Like, they've clearly established that she's, you know, really into torturing the people that she's, you know, going after and that she's not she's not all right. But I'm curious if they're going to have her reveal her to be full Nazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if that much of her background is going to carry through. Um, also curious if uh, she gets curb stomped to death because that's what happened to the comic oh, wow. version. <laughs> Uh, no, took three of the boys no. to curb stomp him. I don't so. like to watch curb stomps. Well, <laughs> eh. you know, there are a lot of things. I wouldn't have said I would like to see a powerboat run through a whale, but I liked it. Oh, <laughs> oh that was <laughs> poor Lucy. I, when that when that happened, it was it it was so great. Like the buildup of it was so perfect because the you have kind of like the. Uh, the they have like the hero shot of the deep right as he like as he like pulls along I mean he's the bad guy but obviously you know right. hero shot just term not term wise but like he he like turn pivots the whale and like stops in their way and then and then you see that shot of him as he's like you know looking all badass and then and then they just keep driving <laughs> and and the boat starts going faster yeah and you see him realize and like all of us realize oh no they're just gonna, <laughs> they're not gonna stop yeah and. Uh, and it's also like for for um for the deep like he he had his uh like he's he's doing an absurd superhero thing but not thinking about the the possibility that this could happen yeah <laughs> because and that's what i love and i think that's where the boys is a really overall it's a it's a great premise mm-hmm. because it's it's superheroes who we all know are not actually heroic, but they're still in a position. It's not that they're secretly villains. It's that there is, they're part of a system that allows them to be, you know, the good guys without actually being good. Right. And so he genuinely thinks he's saving the day, you know? And so when he's up there with his arm, his, you know, hands on his hips doing his hero pose, it's like, yes, in any other context, that would be, he is a superhero, but it's, you know, 
it's the fact that the boys kind of are thumbing their nose at all of that and revealing right. the falsehood of, of all of that. And I think that it's just really refreshing because <laughs> we are in this, you know, we've been for like 15 years. There's a lot of comic book entertainment out there and superhero entertainment and, you know, mm-hmm. of, of, a, of a scale that's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And so the boys is kind of seeing that also start as a comic book and then make the leap to the screen and kind of able to lampoon it's very well positioned in that it's, you know, because the whole point is the seven are a corporate sponsored team. Right. And it's, it feels very much like, you know, they're talking about Disney or they're talking about, (laughs) you know, um, but actually that brings me to, um, Giancarlo Esposito was another new sort of new character that was introduced, uh, or, or is, is taking, so he's now the head of Vought the company right. that that they're a pharmaceutical company they produce the drug that creates superheroes and that was like a big secret um but then that means that they also sponsor the seven mm-hmm. um and i love him i was as i was watching him on screen in the scene with the home with homelander and all i could think of was you know Emmy nominated for guest appearance, you know, guest actor on The Mandalorian. Like, it's just whenever you need someone to waltz in in the middle of a show and be the sort of corporate stooge who is just absolutely menacing, Giancarlo Esposito. He's your man. He's He's your man. He's your man. I mean, you you know, he just sets the the tone just when he walks in. And you you know that this is... You know, there's a there's someone that you don't want to mess with. Yeah, and this is and even uh, when he's a even when he's a nice character, he's still like there is something about and it's weird because it's like he's it. There are some actors who kind of always play their type, like you kind of mm-hmm. always are like, oh, that's so and so. And what I love about him in particular is that it's not that he's not embodying each individual character. It's like he's finding within all of these characters that sort of coolly aloof smart menacing thing that he can pull out right. like he makes them him as opposed to just getting hired to be himself right um this is neither here nor there but I heard uh, uh, Giancarlo on a podcast a couple of weeks ago and that guy is like totally new age and like woo woo and I was like I was a little surprised I mean, if it takes hugging crystals to, to yeah, that's, be... That's the kind of guy he is, yeah. I love it. I don't care. <laughs> so, don't ruin so this, Dustin. What, so what you're saying, Dustin, is that he's a good actor. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> did he address the fact that he tends to show up as bad guys? <laughs> he did not. He did not, no. It was one of the, uh, one of the more boring podcast uh, interviews I've ever heard, honestly. Great actor, terrible interview. Just talks about you know crystals and new age shit, meditating and mysticism, and he's like, dude, dude, just talk about Gus Spring. That's all we want to hear. Oh my god. Um, so Garth Enos wrote this too. I didn't. I just realized that just now. The yeah. preacher guy. Yeah, yeah. and the, the show is exact produced by Rogan and. I, I knew that, uh, but they they apparently don't. Yeah, I'm looking. They, they didn't write or direct this one. No. No, yes. but it, it's almost like they, they just got the rights to yeah. Garth Ennis's, right. like, and then two of his biggest properties. Yeah. 
Do you think they knew Kripke is Supernatural? you think Seth Rogen watched Supernatural? Maybe he watched Timeless. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, you know, who's to say? Uh, yeah, the, no, I, I mean, who knows, Dustin, like, the point is that the, uh... I like to talk about the superficial things, like the fact that <laughs> Dennis Quaid's kid is kind of a goofy-looking guy. <laughs> but he looks like the most unexpected but perfect melding of yeah. Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan. Like, he, he is actually he really, I mean, I, I don't think I'd seen him in anything before this, but, like, no. Once I learned who he was, who he was, I'm like, oh yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. not I, see it. I see it. Yeah, I, I, I still, I, he, he, he feels like this generation's Topher Grace to me. He just got that sort of vibe. Like someday he'll be cast as David Duke in a Spike Lee movie. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> more like he'll be cast as himself in Ocean's Fourteen. Oh. He's the next Scott Kane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can kind of see that, although I, I wonder if that's, like, the character he's playing to. Because, I mean, this is also kind of a character that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, might have been played by Topher Grace. Yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. But what's funny is the character was supposed to be Simon Pegg. Like, in the comics, it's Simon Oh, wait. Pegg. No way. Yeah, that's why they got him to play Huey's dad in the first season. Because oh. if you read the comics, the... the Artwork was literally, I mean, it was, there was no mistaking it. It's like you look at the page and you're like, oh, yeah, no, they based Huey on Simon Pegg. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So it was like a big, that. it was a big deal that, like, because it was obvious when they were making the show, he was too old to play Huey, but they got him to play the dad and it was, like, really touching. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. other actors, I mean, they kind of lucked out because I don't think they got his, I don't know for sure. I don't think they, Ennis and, uh, Derek Roberts, uh, Robertson, I think it's the artist, didn't, I don't know that they got his permission for likeness, mm-hmm. but it was, like, obviously based on him. And so luckily he was, like, flattered by it as opposed to, like, suing them. Right. <laughs> and he, like, I think he, you know, he would kind of, like, talk about the comics and stuff like that. Like, he, he, he embraced it. He didn't get upset. Simon Pegg is good people. <laughs> yeah. Um, one other thing that, that just, and this is not a big revelation, but just the, uh, one other thing that kind of reminded me of how comforting it was as violent as the show is. So comforting is a weird word, but like to come back to the show was the first time Carl Urban shows up again. Cause it's not really till the end of the yes. first episode, Yeah. but just like when he steps on screen, I'm like, Oh, there and he is. even said, Daddy's home. Oh, I was like, God. yes, you are. <laughs> I know, same reaction. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> um, also, yeah, yeah, he... Like, Carl Urban is always great. This like, is, like, the best, though. But, yeah, like, there is something about... And it's unexpected, because, again, it's, like, the physicality, like... I wouldn't have expected this from him until I saw it. Until he actually did it. Mm-hmm. Like, when he was cast, I was like, I don't know. And then he shows up on screen, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you are perfect. You don't see it that often, but, like, people in their 40s, like, finally finding the role they were meant to play. Right. Like, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and as Negan. Uh, Carl Urban. As, no, 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 no. John Winchester. <laughs> yeah. Negan. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Carl Urban is Billy Butcher. 
As Billy Butcher, yeah. Even and though Judge Dredd was, he was amazing as Dredd, but yeah. still, he's made for Billy Butcher. Butcher. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, and it is. It's just, it's absolutely comforting when he finally shows up on screen. You're just like, yeah. I just needed you, sir. I just. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the Billy, the weird suicidal Billy Joel thing that he was going through. What, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I feel, obviously, I feel bad that his character is, like, so depressed. Having a breakdown. But, but if you're going to have a breakdown, doing it entirely centered on this, like, really random, terrible Billy Joel song. Right. It's, like, not even one of his best. No, it's not. And that <laughs> video really was not. terrible. And, like, and I didn't, it took me a while to, finally my husband was like, oh, it's Billy Joel. Like, I didn't, the first time they show the clip, I didn't even recognize it. And I was like, why is there this 80s song with a flasher on a bridge? (laughs) He does look like a flasher. (laughs) He looks like he's wearing the trench coat. And I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck is this? Did they shoot this specifically? (laughs) My husband's like, no, it's a, it's a song. It's a Billy Joel song. Um, oh, I have a I have a question, Tori. Since you've read the graphic novel, mm-hmm. um, the so the female or Kimiko? Yes. Is she uh, in the comic? Is she also mute? Is that like a thing? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is there a, is there an important? You don't have to tell me what it is, but is there an important reason why she's mute uh, beyond the trauma backstory? So it's a very different backstory. The the mm. show has tried to sort of give her. You don't find out her backstory until much later in the comics. She's kind of just presented as this mysterious character who is the strongest member of the team. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's always mute. Um, She's really close with Frenchie and like, that's kind of it. And she's, she's fascinating, but there's an air of mystery to her that the, the comics don't ever, they wait until very late in the proceedings to, to present her backstory. And in that it's like a one-off issue and it's, Frenchy narrating because hmm. so it's like you're learning her story the way he would present it but he's okay. doing it on her behalf so you never uh-huh. know actually how accurate it is because he's very like French about it <laughs> he's, right. you know um, so it's kind of I'm torn on the way they adapted it for the show because it's actually I I love her character mm-hmm. um, I don't like that they wreck the and I like that they're trying to invest her in more depth. And I like that, like, this season they introduce a brother and they kind of are giving her, like, you know, conflict of interests right. with her past and her family and, and what's right. going on. They're, they're centering her in the proceedings. But on the other hand, they kind of gave her this, this victim narrative, more so, like, the way it was presented last season. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, one of the things that made her so fascinating in the comics is that, like, they're called the boys... And she is the female. And it is just no explanation. She is the strongest one. She is mysterious. And she's just allowed to be that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I'm a little bit, like, I'm I'm glad they're spending more time on her. I wish that they hadn't um, kind of, in investing in her, I wish they hadn't made it quite so much of a, a, a victim narrative. Right, right. I get that. Cause, well, I mean, I, I guess I was asking just because I'm, I'm kind of bummed that she's mute because, I mean, I get it from, like, the A, the backstory of it, and right. B, the, you know, to make her mysterious and, you know, the communication barriers and all right. that. But 
But I mean, like when because she had her brother in the last couple episodes, um, even though she's speaking through sign language, like when when she actually like gets to have conversation, I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like I'm kind of curious to see, like I like I was I was curious to see who more of who she was and like, um, and I like the the perform. I don't know. I've never seen uh, uh, Karen Fukuhara in anything before, but um, but I. I liked her performance, and I was like, oh, I kind of wish that she could talk so that she could say stuff. Yeah, and now that they're kind of exploring that with uh, with the brother and introducing it, and you see Frenchie, like, asking if he would teach that special sign language or something, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, obviously not going to happen because brother died, but right. uh, I do think that, that, you know, maybe they're opening the door to to give her the ability to communicate more. Right, so maybe maybe at least with Frenchie down the line, yeah. they'll be able to talk. Because the way it's presented in the comics is very much like she doesn't talk, but he knows everything she's thinking. Like their bond is so close that he's sort of her interpreter. Oh, okay. And so he he just becomes her her mouthpiece, mm-hmm. and she, yeah. And there's no like real struggling to communicate. It's just sort of she. Yeah. He it's almost like he can read her mind. Like you know that's they're that close. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, but I also see like, that's not, that's not a great characterization in a show. Like it would be right. great if she could communicate. And yeah, I do. The actress is wonderful. Um, I would love to see more if, if they do develop that. Um, and I actually do like, like when they're, they kind of gave the stuff with her, with the brother, I found far more interesting than the, when they revealed her backstory in the first season. So, mm-hmm. you know. I'm curious to see where they'll go because I do think like she is one of the strongest elements of of the source material if they can do it right and if they mm-hmm. can build on that and make it deeper that'd be great. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that that they're making really smart changes for the better. I'm enjoying it immensely. I have no idea where it's going. No, but it but like do you. That's one of the things, though. Like, do you, do you, like, some shows, I'm kind of like, I don't know where this is going. This one, I'm like, I yeah, don't care. I don't really care. Like, yeah, not yeah, thinking I ahead. Really I just want to yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's fun, and uh, somehow it, it manages to be, I mean, I, I'm sure some of it is just because it's so over the top, but, like, it's, the violence is, is uh, excessive, but not, um, like I, I never turn away. I'm never like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like it's kind of like, oh, that's gross, and I, and I keep staring. It's it could be because I feel like it's excessive, but also ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If it was if it was too realistic and gory, right. it would be harder. But it's like, right. no, I mean, you you did a very in depth portrayal of what it would look like if a <laughs> powerboat blew through a whale. Right. <laughs> like, right. you know, multiple times. And, and I mean, and that's a really, that's a hallmark yeah. of, uh, of Garth Ennis and his work. Yeah. So that, that feels like, you know, it feels like they captured that, uh, really well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about, so the deep and his, his, his mushroom trip with the, Oh with, yeah. And that was with, Pat uh, Oswalt, right? It was Pat Oswalt. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. As his as his gills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and all I could think of was because the last time Patton Oswalt was um, uh, voicing, uh, voicing something was happy. Yeah. Oh, now I just miss happy. Exactly. I, I'm like, he was oh. also the voiceover in the Goldbergs. 
You guys watched um, Wonder Years growing up? Yeah. He's the Daniel Stern character in the Goldbergs. He narrates. Oh. Yeah. He's perfect. All right. So my kid, who my kid who's like uh, twelve and thirteen, and knows Drew uh, Patton Oswalt better than anybody because he shows up in everything. Yeah, he does show up in like cartoons. He does voiceovers and the Goldbergs and like uh, Parks and Rec. AP Bio season three now That's right. on Peacock, although it's not on our list tonight, but. Uh, still, still pretty fun. Weird. It is. They're, it's getting weirder. Which I wish like. they had not released all eight at once. That was really annoying. Did you watch all of them already? I watched two, and I was like, oh, okay. okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna force myself to watch all eight. Okay. Right now, because I, I am enjoying it. Um. Yeah. So, short version of this is watch the boys if you haven't already, and it's. Uh, Oh, this is... The, sorry, one last thing that I thought. Uh, I, I kind of appreciate that the season is only eight episodes. Like, normally I would be... Like, I feel like I would want more of this show, but eight seems about right. And it feels like they can just kind of... Like, they can throw everything in, and they don't. there's no, like, filler. I hope there's yeah, no I filler. Agree. Yeah. And they're already, like, talking about season three already. With Dean. Well, season, it was already picked up, I yeah. think. Yeah. So. Well, because, yeah, you're going to have... And they've already name-dropped Soldier Boy, so now you have an idea of who... I like that they announced that Ackles was cast as Soldier Boy, because when they <laughs> met, when Soldier Boy came up in, uh, in Giancarlo Esposito's, like, whole, like, long... <laughs> dialogue yeah, with yeah. Homelander, um, his, like, whole info drop on the history of Vought, um... I was like, oh, man, yeah, that's a great character for him to play. Because he'll, he'll be the Captain America. <laughs> they were trying to get Jeffrey Dean Morgan also on season three, but it depends on his scheduling. I like how they're not trying to get <laughs> Jared I mean, come on. I guess he'll be busy with Walker. <laughs> sure. I'm sure that's they got Jim Beaver. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, oh my God. that's right. So it yeah. made so much more sense to me. It was like, oh, Jim Beaver. Yes, of course he's here. Of course he's here. He's a yeah. Kripke guy. Yeah, but I can't, like, I, because he pops up in stuff as, like, where he's wearing a suit, and I'm always just like, that's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't buy it. <laughs> Where's your trucker hat? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're clean shaved. I don't like this. Oops. Um, all right. Um, yeah, so watch the boys. It's good. Do um, it. It's gross. Also, spoilers. We we just spoiled the, some things from the first three episodes. So, but we don't uh, know where the season's going. So well, we fine. don't. That's right. But, Although, but hopefully, you've we seen do it. know that Ayakash is a bad person, which yes. makes yeah. her even we better. We do not know if she's a Nazi, but she might be. Right. Yeah, right. Well, our review uh, May uh, wrote it, and she said that she was like out of uh, Fox News. Which I thought was very good, like a very good way to describe her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, it's time for our game, um, which we'll see how this works because this is a new one that I thought of, which uh, might be might go real bad. It's uh, it's called the Untitled Word Game that may definitely backfire. Um, <laughs> Setting us summer up for summer twenty twenty edition. 
Uh, here is what uh, here's what the game is. Uh, I have uh, curated a list of shows that premiered this summer. Um, oh, no. And, uh, oh, no. And what we're going to do, and that we didn't talk about on the, on the podcast, uh, and you will... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how many words it is, and you'll guess letters like, you know, Wheel of Fortune style, and, uh, and then try to, try to give me the, uh, the title. Well, this sounds like a disastrous. Oh God! Great yeah, time. so that's why that's why I'm hoping it'll be disastrous and great. Um, and we'll uh, let's let's say I don't think we can go past first to three. That even that might even be that, too long. Yeah. But let's let's see how it goes. We'll do, we'll just play it and feel it out. So, uh, how about this? We'll start with an easy one. Okay. Um, I think. All and right, are these so, are these returning seasons or premieres? Like first uh, seasons. As far as I can tell, these are all premieres. Okay. Um, and only they had to come out in June, July, or August. Uh, yes, I believe I did that correctly. Okay. Um, okay, so this first one, uh, one word title, six letters. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tori, why don't you guess a letter first? Is it cursed? <laughs> <laughs> Tori gets a point. <laughs> what? what? Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's cursed. What? She got it without even guessing a letter. How? What? <laughs> I reviewed it. That's amazing. Uh, Wait, I, I, read, I tried it. to well, read the book. The book was so terrible. One point for Tori. Wait, ha, but uh, all she all he said was a six letter. Yeah, one word, six letters, summer. and premiered the summer. Oh Jesus! Uh, I could have been wrong. Yeah, but that that was amazing. This, uh, this <laughs> game is already is already a success, huge success. Um, <laughs> That's the only right. point I'm gonna get. All right, uh, so Dustin, it will be your turn this time. Uh, hang on. Do it in I one to... shot. How, how okay. I can't do it in one. Well, you don't have to do it in one. Um, but this next one is uh, okay. It's uh, three words. Uh-huh. Uh, five three five are the letters. Um, and so you can you you don't have to guess the title. You can you can guess a letter first, and then I will fill it in. Uh, T. T. No T's. Tori, uh, over to you. R. Uh, yes, one R. In the first word, so it's <laughs> er blank blank. That's all we have so far. All right, all right. Do you have a guess or not yet? Not yet. Give me a sec. So there's an R in there. Okay, in the first word. All right. Uh, uh, give me a an S. S. Uh huh. No S. Uh, uh, Tori. A D. D. One D, in the third word. Uh-huh. So you have an R in the first word, a D in the last word. T. Isn't that uh, you're, you already guessed T, and there are no T's. <laughs> I meant A. A? Jesus. All right, there's an A in the first word. What? Yep. Third letter. So it's uh, ra- blank, R-A, blank, blank. Second word is blank. Oh, you're telling us where they are. Okay. I might as well, because I feel like this is going to take too long otherwise. In the in the third word, the D is at the end. Is at the end. Okay. Yeah. So, Dustin, do you have a guess or no? Uh, 
Brad the Dead. No, that's not a show. Incorrect. Tori. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with L? No L's. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yes, there is an L. Uh, my bad. Uh, there's an L in the third word. Uh, so the third word is blank, 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 L-D. L-D. Ah. Yep. So it's blank, R-A, blank, blank, and then blank, 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 and then blank, <laughs> blank, blank, L-D. This is so good. I think I'm this is really it compelling. I'm, I'm, I'm really yeah. compelling. Um, uh, Tori, do you have a guess or otherwise? Well, I mean, yeah, it's... I don't have the whole thing, and so I'm a little bit... If I say what I'm thinking, I'm worried that Dustin will scoop it. Right. So I'm going to sit on it for a second. Okay, so Tori, no guess. Dustin. Um, a B? Yes, there is a B. It's the first letter of the first word. Do you have a guess? I really don't, and yet I can see... I, I... <laughs> All right, Tori. What's telling right, me no. is that there's no T. Yep, there's no T. Okay, is there a W? There are two W's. Oh, shit. Uh, at the end of the second word and at the start of the third word. Yeah, so Brave New World. Correct. Oh, Tori gets it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're definitely playing Wheel of Fortune, but not Wheel of Fortune, so there's no wheel, so don't, no, don't sue us. Tori's up two to zero. Uh, this is pretty great. I'm, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. I was sitting here going, why isn't it break the world? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Why isn't there a T? It should be break the world. Uh, all right. Tori's up two zero. Uh, we could be, we could be hitting the end here. Well, she kind of cheated with the first one. How is that cheating? cheating? I don't know how that's cheating. It just seems, it's like buzzing in before the question has been asked. Dustin, hashtag Dustin cheats. I feel like... Hashtag Dustin cheats. Yeah, I feel like you saying that I'm cheating is you cheating. That's you projecting uh, Uh your own cheating on others. Uh, All right, Tori gets to start this one. Uh, It is... uh, Okay, wait, if there's a hyphen, does that count as one word or two? Call it two, but tell us where the hyphen is. Okay. Uh, so this title is four words. four words. There's a hyphen between words two and three. How and many letters? letters are, it goes three, four, uh, seven, four. And Tori, you, you're first to select a letter. Uh, hold on. Three, four, dash, seven, <laughs> I'm spacing. I'm doing my hangman. I'm doing hangman. Uh, All right. Yeah. Let's let's do uh, a T. Let's try T. All right. There are three T's. Okay. T at the start of the first word. Okay. And Uh then letters three and four of the third word. Three. Of the third word. Yes. So after the hyphen. Right. Letters three and four. Yep. Um, okay. Do you have a guess? Uh, not yet. Okay. Uh, Dustin, over to you. Ah. Uh, 
I guess I'll go with an E. <laughs> All right. Uh, there are two E's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Third letter of the first, first word. Uh huh. And uh, fifth letter of the third word. So right after the double T. Oh. <laughs> Shit! She knows it already. God damn it. Dustin, do you have a guess? Yeah. Uh. God damn it! I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> All right, Tori. No, I don't, but um, I thought I had it, and then I was like, no, I don't. Uh, how about an O? O? Yeah. Uh, no O's. Wow. Ooh. Okay. All right. Do you have a guess, or I guess you said you don't. No. So. All right. Uh, Dustin, back to you. Oh, I do. Still get it. Wait, I do. Too late. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I, I know the answer. Okay. All right. No, you well, can't say it. You can't say well, it. Well, Hold on to okay, it. I'll hold on to it. And see if Dustin can... I do not know the down. answer, and yet... Right. Um, God damn it. Well, you uh, can pick a letter first. S? Uh, two S's at the start and end of the third word. Start and end of the third word. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, do you have a guess? The Babysitter's Club? Fuck Correct. You. Yes. <laughs> Dustin on the board. Uh, Tori doubting herself before she got the answer. Um, that was good. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> I don't know why I did, but I did too. Uh, I'm in this. I'm right. in this. It's two to one. It's not over yet. Uh, I'm here we go. This is not oh, bad. you know what's funny? What's funny? Uh, I'm this very next angry. one. This, ne- this <laughs> next one is another one word, six letters. Uh, but it's not cursed. <laughs> like I did actually pick cursed the last time. I didn't realize this was also six letters. But uh, one word, six letters. Dustin, you are first to uh, select a letter. T. One T. It is the third letter out of six. Nope. Got nothing. All right. Tori. H. H. Uh, one H. It is the first letter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Tori, do you have a guess? Hitman. Correct. Fuck. I reviewed that. <laughs> <laughs> Tori, did, did Dustin saying shit help you answer that? Or? Um, no, it didn't. But, it, but it, I mean, no. it made it feel better. Right. Uh, well, Tori's won the game. Um, three to one. Congratulations, Tori. Despite Jet Dustin's cheating, you've, uh, you've won out. Um, I don't know. I feel like that was fun. I feel like we might come back to that later. That, that was, was great. That was weirdly fun. I don't know why. Also, because we spent all of July and August not talking right. about new television. Right. Um, so... That was good. I, I enjoyed that game. I'm, I'm definitely putting that on the back in the rotation someday. But, um, all right. Well, this is an episode of Podjiba. We did it. Podjiba. We, 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 we started off, I'm not going to lie, we started off a little, I, I was a little worried when we were talking about other podcasts and also uh, food and... Uh, Passions and podcast. Peas I mean, you can, and, 
if you want to edit that out, you can just cut it. We don't need oh. to hear about onions and peas. And no, it's all it's all part of the part of the flow. There's, yeah. there's no there's no editing of things. Things don't <laughs> things don't leave the podcast unless they absolutely have to. And let's be honest, I'm not going to do that. So I don't want to deprive our our listeners of all every every thought that comes out of our mouths. Um, I know. I mean, if really, if we were if we were I don't want to say better, but if we were different <laughs> podcasters, we would self-edit before opening our mouths. Nope. And maybe drink less, but no. Nope. I've had almost I mean, the entire bottle of Eve. <laughs> it's better than last week, where uh, I believe you were done with your bottle That's before right. we started. That's so, right. uh, look, we're learning. We're still learning. This we're is a, there. still a. We're we're only on episode like I don't know fifty four. Yeah, we've only grade. done this for right. a year. So. And, yeah, and so. kids, if you find that my uh, the quality of sound is better this week, let us know. If it's, <laughs> if it's not great, tell me how to improve it. It's definitely better. It's yeah. already, I can tell you it's already better. It's better, but there's no train, but it's better. Um, actually, yeah. people should uh, reach out to our producer, Seth, at, yep. at lovespackle on Twitter. Two mentions in one episode. Yeah. That's, a, that's a record. Yell at but, but him. Seriously. Yeah, yell at him. Tell him <laughs> that he needs to listen to the episode and hear how much better the, the sound quality is. You know. Just, right. Just, in theory, it is his job to do all of that. Right. That's right. So blame him yeah. for my poor uh, sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the show. Uh, we're, we're back next week with more... I don't know what what we'll be watching then. I mean, probably the boys still. But yeah, we'll figure it out. What's other things? Oh, Woke is next week. Woke. Uh, I don't know what that is. Lamorne Morris show on um, Hulu. Oh, Looks really fun. I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably be on the fifth season of Supernatural then. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I think think that Hulu's only going to do like uh, three episodes though, and it's a half hour show. You might want to give that one a shot there, Tor. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, no, you know. We, we, can, we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should catch up on Lovecraft Country. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, anyway, will we'll, we, will we talk about those shows? Who knows? Who Find knows? out next week on Podjiba. Uh, all right, that's it. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> oh, I wonder if that should stay in. That should definitely stay in.